Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all. From flowy summer dresses to those must-have espadrilles and Levi's skirts, Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals, let me tell you, they're a game changer for all-day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long, so I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Like, say I want to see what you're doing and who you're hanging with, and you're not posting about it on your story. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You do that? No, I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends, and then use that money to buy something at a store with Apple Pay. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Maybe. Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeart Radio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Happy Monday. Happy MLK Junior Day. That's right. It's the holiday. It is a holiday. Um, I, I get. To, I'm sitting right next to you. I know, side by side. You guys, this is like, um, this is some real Tanya ish. Like today. you're anchoring the evening news. Yeah, but you know, this is like my greatest heart's desire. <laughs> Well, we started out the new year while I was like our first podcast was me still in quarantine from coming back. So it feels good to to be next to each other. Nothing feels better. And I got Becca uh, a bottle of Dr. Pepper to have here and her nice fancy ice cube. Yeah, just special just for her. She has these like ball ice cubes that are really just they really make a difference of just like class level. And so she really classed up my Dr. Pepper experience with one of those. But um, not only that, but we are on the same side of the desk, which normally we're across from each other, which, you know, when when we talk about our debate of how we go out to eat and sitting on the same side, I'm realizing this is why I like that. 
sitting across from each other because I'm having to like turn my neck and yeah, look at you. Yeah, the turning is weird. I already don't like it. Because <laughs> you're turning, well, you have to turn away from the microphone to see each other, and then your head's in a weird position of turn, but your mouth stays in front of the mic. It's awkward. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, fine. We can look at each other in the Zoom. Yeah, I'm just going to look at you through the Zoom camera. But it's so nice me. that I can just touch it <laughs> oh, right yeah, here. There goes her arm oh, into my look screen. look at that. I can just no. touch it right here. Well, that was a handful of extensions there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what did you do this weekend? What? Did, how was your week? Like, update me. Um. Okay, so I do have to say I had like a few. I'm actually really good. Yeah, you seem good. Yeah, I feel really good. And um, I had like a couple whiplashy conversations the past like few weeks. And I mean those in like a good way. Like, you know, those whip like where you have these conversations and it's kind of like, oh, Mm -hmm. in your face and you didn't, you know, like. um, So uh, I posted this photo of myself in a bikini um, on my Instagram story and I um, posted it like without facetune or anything like that which was a really big deal for me because anytime i've ever posted a photo you know i like i make you take a million photos and i do all the body contorting and i facetune it and all the things and for some reason like i've just been i just feel really good and so i just posted this photo i wasn't even posing for it and i just kind of like went on this thing about how um i always you know facetune my photos and this is just me like razor bumps and and flab and you know here it is and I got so many DMs and this one woman DM'd me and said something about how she is so happy she had her daughter follow me on Instagram to have me like to look up to, right? This, a girlfriend of mine calls me and she's like, hey, I don't know if I ever told you this, but there was this like guy that I went out with like over a year ago now and he had two kids and she was like, uh, he had his daughter follow you on Instagram after your date because he said that you were such like a good role model for her. And I was just like, wait, he went on a date with you? Yeah, this was like over. Obviously, this was like over a year oh. ago. So like, because, but he like still asks about me and uh, told his daughter to follow me. And I was just like, that was like a whiplash moment for me. Like it was like. I've had a handful of conversations with this, this man and he's met me once and he, and he thinks like that I, like that he wants his daughter to get to know me through a, a Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Like that was so nice. And I can't even explain to you like what that did to my heart inside. Like mm-hmm. it was a whiplash. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure you're using whiplash properly, but <laughs> I, I think we get what you're saying. I mean, you, here's the thing. When Tanya says something that doesn't actually, it's not technically right. You just you have you if you know tanya you know what she's trying to say you know what i'm trying to say though like it, it kind of it hit me the, the yeah it the, was a epiphany oh, epiphany it might I be like, i like epiphany okay god I, my daughter follows you on instagram and by the way she kind of like a follow back but you know you know someday maybe <laughs> uh, wait i'd send me her handle i'll totally follow her back <laughs> okay but like do you know what i'm saying it was one of those um like i don't know epiphany whiplashy moments where i was just like that is that did some things to my heart you know like that you want your daughter to follow me on Instagram and like want her to know me and think that I'm a good, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it just did something no, to I like, my, I like that she follows you. I think, I think you're a good influence. Just like that guy said, I feel the same way. It did. Some, it did something to me. Like change your mindset. It just changed my mindset. And, uh, it just, yeah, I don't know. Set me into a, a really good headspace. And so I want I her to be a modern woman. I want her to embrace all of the things on the little frames behind you. I want her to embrace all of that stuff. Thank you, Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had a couple of those conversations that just kind of put me in like a different, really good mm-hmm. 
headspace i know this is off topic well kind of off topic of the point of the story but is it, do i know about this guy was this when yes I've, since yes. i've known you yeah yes yeah, no i didn't know, know if it was before we met or something no 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 no. you know yeah you know we did we have a later. name for him on this show no 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 and it's not even about that I know, like, that's what i was saying it wasn't about that but i was just we're not, we're not going back we're not looking to the past we're moving forward okay, we're, yeah, we're yeah. looking forward we're going but but it was more about the fact that like i barely like he had a handful of conversations and he thought wow i want that this my daughter to get to know this this woman so i don't know it was just very nice so i'm, I'm feeling good are you like what's what's your headspace right now are you just like i'm focusing on myself i'm healing from this relationship like where are you at with that because i noticed i mean it was really i got emotional reading some of the messages on the facebook group of people the support from the scrubbers and whoever started that thread yeah (laughs) i was bawling i didn't see it until a bunch of people were sending it to me in on instagram the thread and i started reading it and i think i'm just like hypersensitive right now but i was bawling because it's just like so nice I know that's what I'm saying like I feel like you're just surrounded by so much love love and support and encouragement it's true so you're feeling that I'm like times a hundred yeah yeah Um, and you know what the world is is our oyster and I don't think sometimes you don't realize the possibilities until you open your eyes so I'm I'm feeling good um so Haley and I went to the desert. We went to Joshua Tree this this weekend and we were driving back. We drove back this morning and we had the morning show on. And she goes, oh, is that Tanya? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. She's like, I don't think I've ever heard this live. Like I hear commercials, but I've never like heard it live. And so I don't, y'all were talking about dating apps. That girl called in talking about um, like being scared to get on dating oh, apps yeah, and yeah, intimidated. Yeah. I and think she really wanted to date Ryan. I know that's what you're saying. I was like, I think this is her chance to shoot her shot with Ryan. That's yeah. what I felt. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was, it's, we had a great weekend and it was like really, we did vision boards. Where is it? It's at home. Oh, what's on your vision board? Well, so, you know, I didn't feel like I got great magazines, so I really had to make do with what I had. <laughs> if, you have, if you have space on your vision board, I have a bunch of magazines downstairs you can take home if you want. I mean, it was more so just want to focus on um, like mental health and physical health. Like I really want to learn to love to exercise. I just don't like I feel great afterwards, but like, I don't like the process of doing it. So that's kind of one of my goals for this year. Um, I had some visions. I'm, I'm like kind of in the process of looking to buy a house right now, which is super exciting, but kind of intimidating being in LA because it's not like you just, it's like, it's very expensive and it's very And I heard it's like a dog eat dog world right now. Like it's it's harsh. Yeah. And even if you pounce, someone else could come in and have cash or something. So it's a little crazy but i'm excited about it i feel like really grateful that i'm like in the position to buy a house but um anyways i had some of that stuff on my vision board but it was just so nice to get away and something about the desert i i swear we were in a vortex what's a vortex it literally makes you it's like so i've been in one in um sedona arizona it's like a thing yeah so it's like a I don't know, energy or something, but it makes you feel like the whole weekend we felt high, but we didn't take any edibles or anything. We didn't drink. We didn't take edibles, nothing. We were just like, is, that, is there altitude? Cruising. 
I don't know. It's you'll have to. I don't know exactly. I looked up what a vortex is, but basically, you feel like yeah. Peaceful. I'm like I don't know. If Becca knows what a vortex. No, is I swear. Either. I swear. Look, I'm gonna look it up. Um, yeah, I was in a vortex too. I'll tell you. About that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mass of whirling fluid or air. Okay, wait. That's not the right vortex. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm thinking it's like one of those in those movies when like somebody comes out like moana when like the okay, water no, no, parts no. okay it's areas of concentrated energy rising from the earth and it says that joshua tree is like full of them so it can make you feel like really calm and happy and peaceful and it's weird like i swear we were both going i was like i feel like i took an edible and she was like me too because she was giggling at everything i said and i was like I asked her if she took one and she was like, no, I but I feel to, like I did. I need to go to Joshua Tree. Anyways, we were very like namaste, like had a great weekend. And then we, I'm like, you know, I just feel recharged. I feel at peace. And then we get in the car and I, the first person cuts me off and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> so my namaste was Quickly short-lived. Can I just tell you guys something? I feel like peace is a very underrated thing. You, yeah. Peace. Like just feeling like peace and peace. contentment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, Mark's giving me a look, but like, <laughs> okay. So I, I uh, didn't realize like what a luxury it is to be able to sleep through the night. A lot of people have problems sleeping, but I realized that it's because I have this like peace. Mm-hmm. Just like I have this internal peace. And whenever that peace is interrupted, I have a hard time sleeping. And so it, it brings me back to, why are you laughing at me i'm I'm just excited to hear what you're gonna say (laughs) that peace is like such an underrated thing like i don't think we realize it too because i was talking to my friend erin about her fiance and she was saying how because i think everybody is in a weird space just in terms of pandemic fatigue right now Mm -hmm. like everyone's just kind of antsy and anxious and like you know and she was talking to me about her fiance and she's like he just has this inner peace that just is so like calming and grounding and rooted and I was like that is a great quality to have in a partner mm-hmm. oh yeah like I wouldn't think that you know what I mean like I would never be like are you somebody that has a lot of peace <laughs> you know well, I, mean? I don't even think it's that I because I don't think people who have peace know that about themselves you don't think so I don't think so I mean maybe they you feel like calm but I I'm saying like I don't think that you would approach someone and be like do you have peace I think you it's just something you feel around specific people that where you connect and there's that that's something that feels like safe and comforting uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well i'm loving just everybody that's listening this is a great psa if you're searching and on the hunt peace where do you think your peace comes from my faith yeah i always say the same thing like i, I think when people ask me questions about faith i always just say there's this peace like this knowing that i can't explain or put into words aside from peace and like a serenity that only comes from that yeah but um i haven't been sleeping well so i don't know what's going on but that's okay you know even a peaceful person can have moments trust me i had some sleepless nights late as of late (laughs) okay i mean i think most people in your situation would be a little restless some unruly unruly sleep but sleep's back baby that's a good feeling Mm mm-hmm yeah, I, I don't know. I just have been, I actually think it's because I wasn't drink. I got back from my trip and then I wasn't drinking any caffeine late. I was only drinking water and eating healthy. So my, I think I was having like extreme withdrawal. So like by the time I got in bed, I just 
crashed. And then I started incorporating like uh, the Zevia drinks that have oh, caffeine yeah. in them still. Oh, they do? Not the root beer, oh, which you love. I love the root beer. But the other ones do. And I was drinking them with dinner. So I think that was keeping me awake because in the desert, I didn't drink any caffeine. And I, I was like, you know, I was in Namaste Vortex. Namaste, so. yeah, Vortex. Vortex. <laughs> Sleeping like a baby. So tonight will really be the true test. I mean, 2021 Becca's Namaste Vortexing. <laughs> I'm kicking back with a soda. <laughs> it's not a real soda. It's Tanya. close. It's like sugar-free, zero-calorie flavored water. <laughs> it's closest I'm going to get to a soda. Kicking back with the soda. Um, How's your Harry Potter binge going? <laughs> Okay, first of all, nobody told me Robert Pattinson was in Harry Potter, so that was oh a delight. Gosh. Are you a fan? Uh, yeah. <laughs> since when? Is the Pope Catholic? Okay, Tanya, <laughs> since when? <laughs> Twilight? Yeah. But like, did you not what? love Twilight? No, well, I no, did, I mean, I'm not, that's where it ended, but like, Twilight, hello. I was always, like, in the movies, I was Team Jacob because I loved Taylor Lautner. When I met Taylor Lautner. I know, isn't that funny now that we, like, hang out with him? I have never felt so just like, I have made it. <laughs> Team Jacob all the way, and I'm at his house. Is he, a, is he have peace? Is he a peaceful man? He has peace for sure. He does have peace. Yeah. He's a really great human. He's a great human. He actually invited, uh, we should go, they just, he just moved. We should go have a meal in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reach out to him about that. A meal. <laughs> I already did. So anyways, you're a Robert Pattinson fan. So his appearance in Harry Potter was a real thrill. It was a real thrill. And I, I just feel like I'm on this journey with a lot of people. I'm getting so many messages. And like, um, my friend Alex sent me the books because she was like, the books are so good. So I mean, who oh knows my if I'm going to tap into that. I was going to say, so we, we go through the movies with you and then we have to deal with the, the book reading. And then Reggae Jean Page, who's the guy from Bridgerton, Mark sent me this article. He happens to be in Harry Potter, um, I think either the seventh or eighth, one of the last two movies. The main guy from Bridgerton? Yeah. So it's just like an embarrassment of riches at, at Harry Potter land. I don't yeah. recommend reading the books after you've watched the movie. I think that would be weird. The oh, other really? way is the only way to go. If you want to read the books, I would stop the movies right now and go read the books because they're fantastic. But let me tell you. So I think what I want to do after I finish Harry Potter is I think I want to restart Sex and the City from the beginning. That's a good, I, w- I would be down to do that with you. Should we do it? Yeah, because like I season one, so Sex and the City is, I think, exactly what I need. Yeah, and I felt so embarrassed at my performance in our quiz last week, and Easton just dominated. He has no embarrassment, but I was just like, I need to watch it again because that was it was a disappointment myself, honestly. Yeah, I'm down for that. Maybe we skip season one, start season two. Okay whatever you want i didn't like season one because they like talking to the camera remember that you were just like season one sex in the city and then you don't even like season one no because <laughs> i think they were still talking into the screen do you guys remember that when they were like bloody blah 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 yeah they did this like <laughs> weird interview style thing for the first season. yeah maybe like they the cut the they what is it called when you cut the fourth wall yeah like, i didn't like it interviewing like random people too like not even the characters yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I couldn't watch um, House of Cards because everyone talked about how great it was and then I'd be in it and then they'd he'd turn to the screen and start talking to me and I was like, whoa, I'm here to just watch. I don't need yeah. to be a part. Don't look at me, Kevin Spacey. I did not yeah, sign up for this. Don't, don't look at me. I'm not See, ready for that. I liked it in Fleabag, but for some reason I, I don't like in Sex and City because they didn't carry it out. So it was just like... It was just like a pilot, episodes, at, yeah. pilot season thing. Yeah. Well, um, wait, oh, we could all be, there's four of us. We could all be a Sex and City character. 
<laughs> I've Me often too. said this about us. Who's We're just who? like the girls. <laughs> <laughs> just like them. Who would you name as who, Tanya? That would be a little tough. Um, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Samantha would be the hard one. <laughs> Easton, do you know who would be Samantha? I don't know. <laughs> well, not Mark. <laughs> I'll, I'll just be whoever you're not. How about that? <laughs> Whoever's left over, I'll take. <laughs> well, who's Samantha? Because here's the thing. I think Becca's Carrie. Wow. Don't I you think? think? Don't. That thrills me. I don't even care if it's right or not. I'm taking it. So Don't Becca's take it away from me. Carrie and Tanya's Charlotte. So I feel then, like I'm Charlotte. I feel like I'm more Charlotte than Samantha. So then Easton, I guess, would be Miranda. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to volunteer to be Samantha. Can I just be Samantha? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be Miranda. In my heart, I'm Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, deep down, we all have some Samantha. You know what's funny, though? I feel like when the Sex and City was on, like, back in the day, like, nobody wanted to be Miranda. And, yeah. like, now, I'm like, I would totally be, like, Miranda was such a modern woman, and I didn't even realize it when I was watching the shows. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I also kind of understand why people were like, eh. She had some weird, there was those wardrobe choices. I I felt bad for her, you know? (laughs) Well, yeah, but I think that a lot in show, sometimes in Grey's Anatomy, I'm like, who (laughs) did this? True. (laughs) Um, Okay. This is so fun. Okay. So you're Carrie. (laughs) I'm Charlotte. Ethan's Samantha and Mark is Miranda. Yeah. Maybe we should Mm -hmm. find an epic scene with all four of them and act it out on the podcast. Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay. Table read. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay. I also had a groundbreaking revelation in therapy last week. Um, that I wanted to share, but we're going to take a break first and then we'll be back with that. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung Smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Can I rant for a sec? Please. 
Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could... I mean, she is literally like my Whoa. hero. My shero. Yeah. Shero, for my shero. sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, pets, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Macy's, Best Buy, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the easiest and smartest way to find the best deals and savings. And every time I visit Rakuten.com, I'm always shocked by the thousands of brands that are featured. Me too. Did you know that Ticketmaster is one of those brands? So next time you're trying to see your favorite artist live, you can earn cash back when buying tickets with Rakuten. And the best part, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Plus, cashback rates change daily so you can keep checking to find the best deal. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cash back. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. All right, we are back. So I shared this on my Instagram last week, but I had um, therapy on Tuesday and we were talking about... Do you do it every Tuesday? Is that going to be like... I try to stay... Yeah, Yeah. try to stay consistent on that. Um, But we were talking about how I... When I argue, I get defensive like pretty quickly because I feel like my way is the truth in the right way like in my mind how it happened from my eyes is how it happened and anyone else who challenges that it makes me feel really defensive and so then that's how I argue and I always say things like no that's not what happened or that's not the truth and I learned that that's a 
form of gaslighting, which I thought was really interesting because I've always associated gaslighting with like someone who's just like evil and manipulative and like, you know, emotionally abusive, which I guess it still is. But unintentionally, I do that all the time. I'm going to need you to say it to me again slower. Okay, so if you're in an argument, like let's say we're arguing. The sky is blue. And I'm like, no, today it's gray. And then we start fighting about that. And you say, well, you said the sky was a a gray, whatever. And then I say, this is probably a horrible example because the sky is blue. It was tough. It was tough. You gave me a challenge. But if I said, if you, if you said, you said this and it made me feel this way. And I said, that's not what happened. That's like like invalidating. invalidating. Right. Okay. Okay. I had no idea the importance of like validating someone, even if, even if, and also validating someone doesn't mean that you agree with them or believe what what they say it just means that you're validating their experience and how they saw or whatever their truth and it was really interesting because I realized I do that Tanya's laundry's done (laughs) I don't know if you heard that but her laundry is done um but it was very eye-opening for me and like not to be you know she was like you're not going to get it right the first time and she said maybe if if a conversation like that comes up and you're having a situation where you see things differently with someone you say okay I hear you but that wasn't my experience yeah and you know what's something that I'm I'm learning about too is like sometimes just letting somebody share how they're feeling is a nice thing. You know, you don't have to fight about everything. I think sometimes you can just express how something made you feel. And it's like, I'm sorry you felt that way. You know what I mean? That's not how I intended. That wasn't my intention or whatever. And it doesn't have to turn into like a huge thing. I know, but I get, I'm like trying to work on not getting defensive when my way isn't the only way but I never even realized I was doing it. So it's like something I'm even just being aware of it yeah. is something to grow from. Yeah. But it's kind of like intimidating, you know, cause that's been how I've argued my whole life. I feel like mm-hmm. was like, well, how I see it is the right way. And anything else is absolutely crazy. Like that's how I feel. I'm like, were we not in the same like situation? I'm in the same conversation because you're, way of thinking does not make sense to me yeah so I thought that was good I thought it was something to share because I I imagine a lot of people do it without even realizing they're doing it well I I think a lot of these things are like so ingrained in us you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like it's funny uh, you know my dad is in his 70s and something that that they always did like they were you know guilt tripping is like a big thing and he's just like it's something that's been ingrained you know, like mm-hmm. my parents gave me guilt trips. And so it was just like something that he's actively working on. And, you know, he's older. Yeah. So it's like having to retrain the way that you've lived your life for so long. Yeah. It's like kind of intense. Totally. But like it's- so great that you acknowledge it and like are wanting to work on it. Well, and I was going to say so great for your dad who's like older. And, he, yeah. you know, at some point people just go like, what's the point? I'm, you know, older, I'm already set in my ways, but the fact that he's acknowledging it and willing to work on it is really, really great. I know. It's cute. He is so cute. He's the cutest. (laughs) Just got both of his shots. He just, 
really oh, that's cool mm-hmm. how's he feeling good the second one he said he was feeling a little like sonsy after for the mm-hmm. day but just that day the next day he was like fine yeah i feel like i've kind of heard that and i really appreciate our uh scrub scrubbers who have been posting the ones who have gotten the vaccine and talking about like their side effects and stuff because i think it gives people a lot of um just peace <laughs> peace there we go <laughs> um knowing yeah, namaste. Namaste. <laughs> um just like getting the experience so um shout out to our scrubbers who are doing the thing so based on what you learned there when tanya says something that's kind of uh nonsensical should we not correct <laughs> her should we be like tanya no. we hear you that's not a word i've ever heard used that way in my life but I acknowledge you for using it, and that's not my understanding. No, I got because a, I got a DM on Instagram this week that we're all we all gang up on Tanya too much. I, I've gotten those two all the time. But. Oh, really? <laughs> but was it about the Harry Potter? Because everybody was like, ignore everybody else. Harry Potter is the shiznat. My thing with Harry Potter wasn't even so much that you're watching. Like I don't. I'm thrilled for you if you love it but i felt like you were doing it because society makes has hyped it up so much that you yes. felt like you needed to do it to be a part it wasn't right. that i Agreed. am hating on harry potter oh yeah i mean i wanted to see what the hype was about <laughs> wanted to be in the like <laughs> yeah, harry potter was, land. yeah okay which okay um but no mark i think that tanya has Tanyaisms as one of our scrubbers named them and i think that we we know what she's trying to say and we know that it's wrong and I think most of the time she knows that it's wrong. Wait, but whip, a whiplash conversation, like that's, I feel like epiphany is the better choice. I didn't think whiplash was horribly off track. Okay. Yeah. But you've. It's like the conversation that got. Yeah, but that was that was definitely one of your better ones. You know, you've whiplash is when you get rear-ended in a car and your neck snaps back and you hurt yourself. Like I mean, it kind of, it was a mental, it was, it was an emotional mental. whiplash. <laughs> okay. It was yeah. an emotional whiplash. Yeah. Um, I actually, I got an interesting DM about how we gave advice to the girl on the uh, email that we got about virginity mm-hmm. that we spoke about. And she made the comment that a lot of our listeners write in for um, advice for us as Christian women and looking for biblical advice and I kind of had a back and forth conversation with her because I said listen like we share our experiences that's what that's what we did specifically in that moment that's what we always do like when people write in for advice we're not saying that we're qualified to give professional or biblical advice we just are giving our experience and what we think and I thought it was kind of an interesting uh viewpoint because I guess if we're not like a faith-based podcast we just personally have faith faith our own relationship with god and also like my relationship with god came in my adult life right but she was just she was saying like she was looking for biblical advice and i i just like said listen if you know when you write into the podcast and you're asking for advice from us just know that we're only speaking from our own experiences we're not saying we're like qualified therapist or anything we're just hearing our own experiences speaking of oh i'm about to i'm about to psalm you here um there is i'm gonna psalm you there is this one bible quote that or i mean verse (laughs) it's one of uh it's an inspirational quote from the bible there is this one bible verse that i've been really um holding on to as of late um that I think people might just 
I don't know, resonate with. Uh, it says, for the Lord, for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Basically meaning like if you walk uprightly, which I believe that I do, no good thing will I withhold. So meaning like if it's going to be good for me, he's not going to take it away. You get yeah. what I'm saying? What are you, so are you talking about in that situation? Just, yeah, it just was really resonating with me right now personally. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> well, I so think a lot anybody. of people, I think there's, you know, the, the, a lot of people like have very specific things where they choose to focus on, especially with the Bible. Like we're all, we all do things that the Bible is against. We do things that the Bible is for. We're called to love each other. We're called to not judge. And I think what triggers me, I realize that what I'm triggered by is the phrase, I'm not meaning to sound judgmental because right off the bat, I'm already like tense because I'm like, this is going to be sound judgmental, (laughs) like no matter what. And I think that, that that's part of, you know, part of the journey of that we're all trying to figure it out. But I just wanted to say that when we give advice, we're just talking from our own experiences. Mark Easton, Tanya, myself, like that's all we can do. That's all we have. None of us are trained professionals when it comes to giving advice. And even if we were, we might say something that people don't necessarily agree with. But if you're writing and looking for advice, please don't expect. It's so funny how that like, for some reason, those comments don't, offend me I wasn't necessarily offended because I'm just like to me my my faith is something that like is the cornerstone and like the way that I live my life the way that I choose to live my life the way that I treat people the way that I treat myself the way that I you know what I mean Mm -hmm. the the way that I turn to how I turn to things how I turn to problems and issues and it's kind of like that's how it that's what it does for me Mm -hmm. I'm and so I didn't I wasn't necessarily offended by it and we had a nice conversation I just was more so like putting it out there that if you're writing in looking for a certain type of advice, just know that (laughs) we are only speaking from what we have, what we've experienced. And I've had a lot of, I've, I know there's a lot of negative, like a a lot of negative outcome to like purity culture and how the church is treated and how people have felt from it. And so I'm kind of passionate about that. And having been someone who was waiting for marriage and experienced my own you know, pro like journey as, you know, waiting for marriage and then, and then having sex. It's like, we all have our own experiences and kind of go through different things. And I think when that girl wrote us, she was wanting our advice as someone who listens to our podcast. So. Yeah. Somebody else wrote me too and was like, you know, you shouldn't shame people if they do want to just have unattached sex. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> if you can have unattached sex, by all means, go do it. But I was like, for me personally, I can't. And I think that that was the thing that I was told for so long in my life was just like, have fun, sow your oats, spread your seeds, you know, whatever. (laughs) And it just like, wasn't how I was wired. So for me, it's like, I want to spread the mentality that I wish I was given, you know, when I was younger, Mm -hmm. not the opposite, but by all means, if, if having an attached sex is, is your move and do it you know like no judgment from me either way yeah i just thought it was an interesting conversation and that was really it mm-hmm. nothing more to it no, wasn't offended just was kind of like 
it's an interesting person. I just, we all have so many different views and especially when it comes to like faith and religion, it can get so complicated when it's like, we're called to just love each other. Like how someone lives their life is really none of your business unless it's hurting you personally. And you know what I also found so interesting is like, um, aside from that thread on Facebook, which was so nice so many girls hit me in dm on instagram and like not only just said like the nicest things but shared their own personal journeys and stories to love and like everybody's story is so different Mm -hmm. it's like the craziest thing this woman messaged me and said that she broke up with her boyfriend that she thought she was going to marry and then she ended up um marrying the next guy she's been married for 17 years they have two kids she was sending me photos uh this other girl sent me a dm about how um she her first kiss she had her first kiss at 30 or whatever and she only wanted to kiss one person her whole life and they ended up breaking up and then she didn't kiss anybody else and they ended up getting back together now they're married so she never kissed anybody else. Wow. Um, yeah. Like everybody's just been sharing their stories of like how they found love. And it's just like so beautiful. And I just feel so like lucky and that people care to share that with me. I know. I love that they did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of people sent just nice, encouraging mm-hmm. words. But when people share their own stories too, to like encourage me yeah. because of their story, I just think that's so cool. And I got so many of those. So I just wanted to say thanks because... It really means a lot and it just touches my heart in such a different way. Yeah. yeah. I have a question that I hope isn't painful. Have you written in your dear future husband journal lately? Mark, that's really dark. But yes, I have. <laughs> I didn't mean it to be dark. I, th- I thought it might be therapeutic, honestly. Oh, that bad boy got, that bad boy got some ink around Christmas time. <laughs> Got some penmanship in there. Got some penmanship (laughs) in there. Yeah. Yeah. Get a broken heart and a quarantine. Yeah. So, you know, I've been thinking about this for a while. And no, I'm not going to say anything negative about your relationship or Red Star. But I was thinking, you know, I cannot imagine someone being a better partner to someone than you like that's really nice somebody else a lot of people messaged me and they were like if I had the choice I would have you in my life every single day so this man's an idiot I was like that's so but it's sorry that's so mean sorry yeah and you know everyone is going through their own thing you gotta do what you gotta do and whatever the reason but I do have to you know the more as time passes I go like it's pretty wild to think that someone gives up the opportunity to be with someone like you. So I hope that you feel confident knowing that whoever gets that and chooses that and works at it. I appreciate that. And I don't think I realized it until honestly recently. Like, and I'm not going to really get into details because I don't need to, but the, the amount of like setups that people like and quality men who said that they will quarantine and take tests to take me out just like crazy I'm like what is happening you know like it's just it's really really nice so So you're getting some offers in there uh, so 
yeah, all of a sudden everyone's like, I have the perfect person. And I'm like, where were you two years ago? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I appreciate you for saying that. Yeah. No, I'm in a good place. I'm in, a, I'm, my head's in a good space. I know. I feel like it, I feel like you actually mean that because sometimes you say you're in a good place and it's a little manic, so. <laughs> There's like the yeah, wide yeah, eyes. I'm, I'm good, like, I'm good, I'm yeah. Good. I'm like, okay, well, okay. Yeah. Um, How are you today? I'm good, I'm good. I haven't cried. I haven't <laughs> cried yet. I'm not crying. I'm not crying. I haven't even wanted to cry at all. I'm yeah, fine. I'm yeah. good. No, you actually, you seem genuinely good, so yeah. glad to hear it. Um, I know we have some emails. Mark, did you have a quiz, another quiz for me to fail? Well, or? you mentioning Sex in the City gave me an idea. So I have okay. another Sex in the City quiz for us to do okay. that all three of you can play. Oh. I hope it's I hope it's more in my favor of the, maybe the episodes I watched and that stuck with me more than last week because <laughs> <laughs> nothing rung, rang a bell. Ring a bell? Well, this um, is more of the multiple choice variety, so that might help you. That will definitely help me. Um, are we going to do that or should we do emails? We can do it all. Oh, wow. Well, let's just, just take an embarrassment of time. Is that what we have? <laughs> let's see. Yeah, we got, well, we got to burn some serious hours here. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we'll do both of those things when we come back from a break. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could. I mean, she is literally like my Whoa. hero, my shero. Yeah. Shero, for my shero. sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. 
Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I feel like therapy, in all seriousness, it wasn't something I ever knew I needed until I started doing it. And I realized how much of an impact it had on my entire life. I think the thing with therapy that's so good is I think that everybody has an ego. We all think that our way is the right way and it's the only way when in reality there is no right or wrong way. And I think therapy really opened me up to that. Like I'm playing therapist in some of my relationships. That's right. <laughs> that's that's right. how that's how much therapy has helped me. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash scrubbing. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All right, we are back. Mark, we are going to start with the Sex and the City quiz. And he just shared that he was going to have it to where everyone just jumped in and guessed the answer. But he said that would really basically count me out. So he's well, so gracious. yeah, you might want to think about each one. So here's, here's the premise of it. I'm going to describe one of the boyfriends or dates from Sex and the City. And you tell me which of the four dated this guy. Oh, fun. Okay, I might have a chance here. Okay, all right, good. So we'll go in order, but first we have to figure out who goes first. Let's do odds or evens again. Throw up well, one I think Easton or, should yeah. go first because he won. Oh, because he's the champion? Yeah. I'll go last because I'm the loser. The home field advantage. All right, all right, Easton, you may go first. All right, let me get my pen so I can keep score. E-T-B. That's your order. Easton, this guy visited cemeteries to meet women. His name was Ned. Oh, it was, which of the girls dated Which him? of the four women dated him? Uh, that sounds like a... I don't remember this guy. Um, it sounds like a Charlotte? 
That is a Charlotte. Oh, Very right. nice, Ethan. That's a point for you. Tanya. That's a hard one. Jack. There's been a few Jacks, though, so don't jump to any conclusions. I was going to say one Carrie. Was, this one was played by Will Arnett. He really liked doing it in public and ended up doing it in front of his parents. I watched this episode uh, recently. <laughs> wait, yeah. I remember they, they did it in front of his parents. I think there's sh- Charlotte. I'm sorry. No, it is not Charlotte. Becca, you can steal it now. Is Carrie. It is not Carrie. Easton, oh, it's going to, the point has been gift wrapped for you. Who is it? Dang it. Uh, that would be, I just watched this and I can't remember who it was. Uh, Miranda. Well, it's a coin flip. Yes, it's Miranda. <laughs> Very right. nice. Dang. All right, that's two for Easton. The next Dang. question is for Becca. This is another Jack. As soon as they made it official, he suggests a threesome. Carrie. No, Easton. Oh. <laughs> you sh- okay, that was Tanya's fault. <laughs> That's Jack Berger. Jack Berger was not a threesome man. He's a post-it note man. Uh, exactly. Uh, this would be uh, uh, Charlotte. All right. Easton's going to run away oh with this God. thing because the next question is for him. His name is Aaron. He really liked Dirty Talk. And then she kind of tried the oh, Dirty Talk back. Oh, yeah. and it was too no. much for him and he was out the door. Charlotte? No. 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 Tanya. Miranda. There you go, Tanya. You're right back in this game because the next Thank question you. is for you. This is Kevin. He can't perform because he's on Prozac. Shh. Charlotte. That is Charlotte. Very yeah, nice. Saw I your brain working one. there. You were going yeah. Charlotte. You headed back towards Samantha, went Samantha, back to Charlotte, yeah, and you yeah. were right. Yeah. Okay, how about Vaughn, Becca? He was played by Justin Thoreau, and he was a premature finisher. Oh, wait, I got I can, I picture his face and I'm trying to think of who he was. <laughs> this is so sad because if I get this wrong, I'm just done again. Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay, I'm going to go with Miranda. No, Easton for the steal. Vaughn, played by Justin Thoreau, a premature finisher. I think that was Samantha. No, Tanya, uh-huh. you got a 50 Carrie. 50 shot. It is Carrie. Very nice. And wow. this game is tied. Oh. Three for Easton, three for Tanya. And the next one is for Easton. His name is Don. He will only sleep with her if his favorite sports team wins. Oh, man. Carrie? No, Tanya uh. to take the lead. Miranda? No, Becca to get on the board. Samantha. It is Samantha. Yeah! Very nice. Dang. Tanya, this Yay. one is yours. How about Ted? He was really into spanking. In fact, she went rooting around his home and found movies about spanking. And oh, um, 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 uh, 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 Carrie. <laughs> no, Becca. Miranda. Yes, Becca's right <laughs> back in this game. It's three for Easton, three for Tanya, two for Becca, and the next one's for Becca. His name's Bram, and he fell asleep while they were doing it. Oh. Samantha. <laughs> no. Oh. All right, Easton for the steal. That's Charlotte. Yeah. That Charlotte. is Charlotte. Very yeah. nice, Easton. Easton takes the lead. All right. The next question is for Easton. His name was Thomas John. He always had to shower immediately after they were done. Uh, Miranda. 
Yes, that's five for Easton. He's pulling away. Tanya, his name was Adam. He, um, how do I phrase this? He was particularly foul tasting in his discharge. (laughs) I know this one. I know. I feel like I remember their conversation. Funky spunk. There you go. Miranda? No, Becca. Samantha. Yes, Becca and Tanya are now tied at three. That might be for second place, though, because Easton has a pretty solid lead right now. All right, this one is for Becca. Uh, this His name was Bill. He was running for city comptroller, oh. and he wanted her to relieve herself on him. Oh, this one's so easy. What? Charlotte? No, Easton. <gasps> That would be the main character, Carrie Bradshaw. That's right. Yeah. And that is six for Easton. And she was into it. <laughs> All right. And Easton, we are back around to you again. His name was Stefan. He was a pastry chef, seemed very gay, but apparently was straight. Um, it ended when he freaked out over a mouse, I believe. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have to remember, like, I have to remind myself which girl complained about him. That's what, like, I always hear in my mind. And that's, I think that's Charlotte for this one. That is Charlotte for this one. Very nice. That is seven for Easton. He's running away with it again, just like last week. Let's see uh, who comes in second place. Tanya, let's go to you with Wade. Wade was nicknamed the Power Lad, and he lived with his parents. That makes Samantha. Yeah, uh, no, I'm sorry. Becca, it's Miranda. You could, that is not Miranda. Oh. Easton, go ahead. He owned a comic book shop. He wrote a comic book about this girl. Uh, they smoke weed together. It's Carrie Bradshaw, baby. That's eight for Easton. Wow. I don't have many more questions, but this one is for, I don't even remember. Becca. This is for Becca. Thank you. Becca, Mike was uncircumcised and he had surgery to change that. Easton looks very confident. Tanya looks very confused. Charlotte? It is Charlotte. Very nice. Becca, you are now in second place. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easton, who dated the new Yankee? Oh, man. Uh, Samantha? Nope. Tanya? Carrie. That is Carrie. And Tanya and Becca are tied at four apiece. I have two more here. Uh, Tanya, you need this one to take second place here. His name was Tom, and they met at Weight Watchers. Oh, Miranda. Yeah, Miranda. Very good. All right. Becca, you can tie for second place if you get this one. Okay. His name was Richard. He owned a hotel. Come on. Samantha. There you go. That's right. And we're tied. All right. So Easton, eight, and then five apiece for Tanya and Becca. Once again, Easton is your sex in the city expert. Yeah, way to go, Easton. You just wait till I get back in those episodes. (laughs) Not season one, though. Not season one. You know, I I always watch you guys play these Grey's Anatomy games. I haven't seen a single frame of that show, and uh, it's (laughs) just really... (laughs) Wow, not even a frame. Speaking of Grey's Anatomy, you know when that show's coming back? You're... I don't know, but it feels scary. Yeah, that tone is scary. (laughs) March 4th. Well, why? I don't know, but that is a long time from now. Yeah. Winter break or something? I mean, it's a pretty substantial winter break. You'll be on the spring. And then how many episodes do we have? Probably through May. Probably right? through May, yeah. It'll probably, it's probably, well, it's probably an abbreviated order, all things considered. But that is that is a wait. Yeah, that is... They're really... 
Hope they're doing something powerful. Yeah. yeah. I might go need to stay on the beach and see if I have any more Derek Shepard spottings. Yeah. Hopefully it's every week from then on, you know? Yeah, I do hope so. All right. Emails. This is an anonymous one. I am in my second relationship ever. This is a female anonymous, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm in my second relationship ever. Just celebrated four years. My girlfriend is older than me and going through hormonal changes. The smallest things frustrate her at times, and her way of venting is yelling. I'm more of the avoid confrontation, easygoing, and she's the exact opposite. I can understand a little bit of her anxieties and hormones being a woman myself, but the yelling and anger is getting to me. Any advice? Just this last weekend, I was called an effing B. Oof. Um, so once again, we are not <laughs> licensed advice givers, but I also, this is another thing I learned in therapy, which is a, it, really eye opening. So, um, a lot of times in relationships, there's the pursuer and the withdrawer. I am a withdrawer. So it's hard for me to even be in the confrontation or the argument alone, much less act like participate in the fight so when if we're in a relationship and I'm calm and like willing to have the confrontation and then the other person's yelling I withdraw even more and it makes me not even want to have the conversations and communication because I'm already just my like fight or flight kicks in and I'm like, okay, now we're yelling and I don't want to even have this conversation because now I'm mad. So I had to have the conversation of saying like, if I'm going to enter this, if I'm going to, if you're asking me to communicate and I'm going to be in the conflict and confrontation, which already makes me want to run, then you have to speak with a like, like a voice that's a level and not scream at me because I'm going to go the opposite way even more so. So I would just have a conversation and say, hey, I'm here for you. I know you're going through stuff as a woman. I totally relate to hormones and what's going on. But as your partner, I need you to respect our conversations and the fact that we're having this conversation and that I'm standing here, you know, willing to listen and help where I can. But you yelling at me does not help the situation. And I think... her being aware of that is enough to hopefully make things Change. better moving forward. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be totally honest. I don't even think that's a relationship that I could be in. So I can't really give good advice because even me in, you know, like I'm not saying I, obviously I have confrontation and I fight with people. It's I'm not, you know, like I don't, you know, we've gotten in fights before, but I'm not, I've never once been like the yeller screamer, mm-hmm curse worder person Mm -hmm. like it's just not me at all and I've never had a partner that's been that way Mm -hmm. and I don't think I could handle it so honestly for me if it if it ever happened in the beginning of a relationship I feel like I'd be out yeah I think I mean I think every relationship's different like yeah I know people who get into like screaming fights with each other and they're perfectly happily married so like it can work for me personally I don't think it could I don't handle cursing either especially when it's being yelled at me and directed towards me so I actually would not do well in this particular relationship either because the first time I was called an effing b would be a door in the face for the other person but I think in the heat of the moment when you're if if they're if how they handle fights is her one person yelling and the other person taking it without communicating that that's a problem 
it continues to happen because it's not put to a stop. Yeah, like I'm a soft flower. I just cry. Like I cry. Yeah. I don't yell. I, just I don't. Cry. I do not like names being yelled. I don't like yelling, and I really don't like curse words being yelled. So no. I would say I would have a conversation, and th- because that at that point is just disrespectful. Totally, not even being able to communicate in a way where you're able to be gentle and have a respectful conversation with each other. Even when you're mad, you should at least be able to either walk away and say, I need, I always say like, I need to, I need a minute to like think about this and process before I can say what you're needing to hear from me. And so even if you have to do that, but I would communicate that that's not okay. Cause it's not. Yeah. There's so much missing from this email. Like, I don't really understand. Like, I'm in my second relationship ever. Okay. But I don't, like, j- that implies you're younger. But my girlfriend's older than me and going through hormonal changes. What is that? Menopause? Like, I have no idea what we're talking about here. We've been together four years. Does she apologize after these profane rants? Because if she does, I'd give her a little bit more leeway than if she mm-hmm. acts like everything's fine. Then that's different. I don't... I, I, I think this is a major red flag. And if it's only your second relationship ever, you're probably not really, um, haven't really honed in on exactly what works for you and what you're right, looking for. Right, but also for. the four years is what, four yeah. years is what got is me. Four years yeah. Yeah. I all, and what makes me, I, I hope that even though I, I totally disagree with how she handles with the yelling and the name calling, I hope that once she cools off, she's able to go, I'm, I'm sorry for that. I don't know what's going on with me. I just spew these words. But because she's writing into us asking how to handle it, part of me thinks that maybe it just happens again and again with no remorse or apology. And she, I feel like our anonymous writers is like worn down right now. Yeah. In four years, if you're dealing with that consistently, that's exhausting and draining. I agree. All right. Next email from Danielle. I'm one of the luckiest people in the world that my mother-in-law and my father-in-law are the best people around and I cannot get enough of them. The problem is my brother-in-law. I've been with my husband for 10 years and that entire time, my brother-in-law has sponged off and lived with my husband's parents. He's now 35 for reference. My question is, at what point do we sit down my in-laws and tell them he's taking advantage of them and they are enabling him? My husband is on board with discussing this with his parents and he would be the one talking to them as it's not really my place. Like my, I mean, my opinion is you don't. I agree completely. Yeah, like that's not your place. If he's taking advantage of his parents, they're his parents. Like, I would just stay out of it. Really? As the it, even as her husband, who is their son. But what's it to them? He's living well, it's with his, his parents. If they're like, if I mean, that's just like anyone living. Like when my sisters were living with me, and I was, I was like, I need them to. Fly away, fly the flee. What is it? Fly flee the, the ne- coop. Flee the, flee yeah, the coop. Flee the, nest? the flee the. <laughs> Anyways, when I was like, I they were. It was. It's hard to motivate yourself and do anything, unless you're forced to do it. And because his parents aren't doing that, then they're enabling him to stay put. So even as a parent, have I don't. I mean, I don't know, Mark. You think they don't say anything? 
I look, I do think they're probably enabling him and that kicking him out would be the best thing for him. But I also think that's between the parents and the brother. I don't think it's any of your concern. If my sister, I have a younger sister, if she was to live with my parents at 40 years old, eh, all right, whatever. You know, if are you happy? Are you are mom and dad happy? Are you looking after them? Are they looking after you? I don't care. Live, cool, live, live, your, live your life. Yeah, yeah but w- you would check in with him and say, are you happy with him being here or with her being here? You would at least do that? Yeah, probably. Well, that's maybe that's all it is, is them checking in with the because if parents. the parents if the parents say, hey, we like having him here and it makes, you know, it makes us feel happy to have one of our children here, then, yeah, you can move on. But I think checking in and saying because maybe they're they feel guilt if they kick him out that, you know, they're going to send him into a bad place or whatever it is. But I think having the support of another child checking in and saying, Hey, are y'all happy with this? Is this good? Do you want me to talk to him? Like, can I help in any way? If y'all are happy with the situation. That's a good angle to do it as not saying, Hey, this is screwed up and wrong, but saying it as, Hey, do you need my help here? Is everything cool? Is this what you guys want? I think that works. I say stay. (laughs) I would, I would say something if this were my, so I'm like, I, I feel differently, but I, I do see doing it in a way that's more so, hey, is there anything I can do if y'all aren't happy with this? I can talk to him if you're uncomfortable doing it and just see where his head's at, but maybe not making it so much like a sit down of, hey, you need to kick him out because that's just going to cause a rift somewhere. All right. So two angles there. Take whichever one you like. Becca's got a more aggressive approach. Tanya and I say, let it play out the way it plays out. Mm-hmm. But what if it never plays out? And he's that's, there. That's, that's fine. Whatever. Right. Peace at night. <laughs> what if they don't have peace? Who? Her parents? Yeah. His parents. Then they can, if their parents aren't at peace because of it, then they can come to you. Let them come to you. You don't need to be mother henning everybody. I do do that. I have control issues. <laughs> I do. I do not. <laughs> well, I'm shocked by that result. Shocked by that, Easton. Do you have an opinion on that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was uh, I was photoshopping something. I wasn't paying that close attention. <laughs> he was photoshopping his head on Samantha's, on Samantha's body. body. Something <laughs> I, I do during the show pretty often. <laughs> Wait, we should totally photoshop ourselves onto their bodies. I, check what your, you're doing. Check your phone. I already did. <laughs> oh my! God. I did all of us. <laughs> this makes me so happy oh my god aside from my head being super large on the body it's like pretty good it's pretty pretty good too yeah mark yours is pretty good (laughs) not my easton's is the worst for sure because of the hair coming out the back but i feel good about mine i feel good great that is hilarious wow uh can't wait to post that. We'll post that in the scrubbing in group. Um, before we go, we are having a Galentine's virtual event. And if you've been to any of our live shows, they are F-U-N. F-U-N. Actually, I oh, I didn't I didn't show you them, but we got really cute scrubbing in um, glasses because we're going to be drinking. <laughs> we made... Um, custom drinks well we didn't make them they're like drinks that you could get at a bar anywhere but we're gonna make one that's my drink and one is gonna be becca's drink yeah that you guys can make at home and drink with us 
Yeah, mine will be a little more complicated. I went with a more like festive. Tanya went with a standard spine tingler. Yeah, <laughs> mine's going to be basically straight tequila. <laughs> Literally chills. Um, anyways, I know a lot of people have strong feelings about Valentine's Day. So whether you love it or hate it, it is happening and we're going to make it fun. So whether you're like, oh, I'm single, I don't want to celebrate or you're like, oh, this holiday is so overrated, whatever your feelings are, push them to the side because it's going to be a party. And can I tell you something like I love Valentine's Day. I've always loved Valentine's Day and I've had many a single Valentine's days. It's just like a day for love. And you have so much, even if you're single, you have so much love in your life. So do it and celebrate, you know, actually, uh, my neighbor Aaron and I were thinking about making Valentine's for some of our, we have new neighbors in our apartment complex and they're like cute and young. And, um, so we wanted to make, you know, little Valentine's maybe throw in like a bottle of wine and some candies. Um, but yeah, I just think it's a fun holiday. It's all about love and who doesn't love love, love and peace and hope. Yeah, love and peace. Well, there's some scripture for you right there, baby. <laughs> it's on February 10th. It'll be at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So you can that would be 8 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. And so you can get your tickets now on locationlive.com slash scrubbing in. It is going to be a blast. We're going to be drinking. You're going to be drinking. We'll probably have some fun guests. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. Um, so, so we'll keep you posted as we book that out. But mark it in your calendars. And here we go. (laughs) And here we go. Um, Well, on that note, it has been a blast per usual. We love you guys so much. Thank you for always, um, you know, lifting us up when we are going through struggles or hard times, like some of y'all's messages to both of us. I think we're really uplifting and especially for Tanya during this time. So thank you always for posting in the Facebook group, sending messages, however you do it. We appreciate y'all and um, hope that you have a wonderful week. Yeah. And I just do want to say too, because, whoa, sorry about that. Um, I am really good right now, but I just want anybody to know because I like I got a lot of messages from girls saying that, you know, they went through a breakup. They couldn't get out of bed for two months and they didn't haven't stopped crying in six months. And, you know, whatever your journey is and however you're feeling, it's your own and that's okay, you know, and Mm -hmm. like I think that when this happened, I was I didn't have to do the podcast. I didn't have the morning show. I kind of just tucked away for two weeks and cried for the majority of those two weeks. So it's like, you know. I just for I don't know I'm I'm I don't know so whatever your journey is and whatever you're going through just know that like that's your own mm-hmm. um it's healthy to feel it's healthy to feel yeah and on that note <laughs> I hope you all brighter days are ahead baby <laughs> the sun goes down and guess what it comes right back up storms may last for a day or two but they never last forever. Wow. That all came together so nicely. Thank you very much. It felt like you were winging it, but then at the end it felt planned, fully executed. You know, storms, they don't last. They just don't. don't They just don't. They don't. I love a storm though. So let yourself feel, let yourself love. Ugh, I hate storms. I like smooth waters. I like sunny skies. So the storms are hard for me. That's okay. The sun comes up. It sure does (laughs) (laughs) so good um all right well we love you guys love you you next monday have a great week Bye. bye
Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes, at Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.